Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for listening once again. For any new listeners, we'll go through uh, the Premier League, Championship, League 1 and League 2, looking at all of our favourite bets in each of the leagues. To our returning listeners, our loyal listeners, you know the drill by now. So uh, shall we crack on Tom? It was a pretty tough week last week, we don't want to dwell on it too much. No, really, really difficult week again. Back-to-back weeks where it's not been ideal. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we can't win them all. No. Uh, we, we were on great form a couple of weeks ago and it's kind of kind of dropped off slightly, but it's always going to. Have you heard there's a, a disease that's spreading around football clubs and it, it mainly affects betting favourites in the football league and it's called Lusitis. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, there's so many teams that are rigged with it, absolutely rigged. Um, yeah, I mean, there were some huge upsets, um, and there was also some teams that you know just didn't do enough. You know, forget the opponent, but the team didn't do enough. But you know, that's that's the way it is. Uh, form is temporary, class is permanent. We'll yeah, be absolutely. back this week with a bang. I just wanted to say, Fleetwood were a team on your bombproof treble last weekend. Uh-huh. It's absolutely criminal to get a red card in the first half as they did. It just killed the bet straight away. Yeah. You know, I had two that were 50-50. I think they were both drawing at the time. And yeah, absolutely unforgivable red card. And uh, two goals quickly followed in the next 10, 20 minutes. And, you know, half time, 10 men, 3-1 down. (laughs) That's done. (laughs) Bet's done. Barring a yeah. miracle, your bet's done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, huge thanks to uh, Fleetwood. Very frustrating. Anyway, we don't want to dwell on that. So, we'll <clears> go straight into this week's games and we'll start, as ever, with the Premier League. So, there's no Friday night football this week, no Monday night football. It's just an absolutely action packed Saturday and Sunday. So, we start with the early Saturday kickoff, and that's Tottenham Hotspur away at Huddersfield. You can get Huddersfield at the nice price of 15 to 2. The draw is 15 to 4, and Spurs are 4 to 11. So, how do you see this one going, Tom? Oh, definitely going to be entertaining, isn't it? There's no mm, doubt about that. I don't know. I don't know. Huddersfield aren't the most entertaining, are they, really? Oh, buddy. This is is the first huge team that they've faced, you know, like title contender. Yeah. So I think the fans will be right up for it, and I think it'll be really entertaining. And Tottenham will slap them around 2 3, 4 0. No yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah, this is what the Premier League's all about for the Huddersfield fans, isn't it? And as we said last week before the West Ham game for Spurs, they've really flipped their form around from last season. They're doing much, much better away from at home when perhaps the, the players are feeling there's a little bit less pressure on them to perform. Yeah, 100%. The Wembley thing. It won't last forever. But at the minute, it's fully in the thoughts of everyone, really. Huddersfield made a great start to life. They look really, really comfortable, however. So they haven't actually recorded a victory in their last five. Their last victory came in August the 20th. You may remember them beating Newcastle one goal to nil. But since then, they haven't registered a victory. And let's be honest, it's going to be very tough for them to do so this week. A couple of things that I found when I was looking at the Huddersfield games so far this season. Um, they've only had one both teams to score. So perhaps on this one, we're probably looking at Spurs win 
and no on the both teams to score. Yeah, I could see that, especially with uh, Spurs as their back four, five, three, whatever you want to call it. Probably the best in the league, I'd say. So, uh, yeah, that's a good shout. On to Bournemouth Leicester, then, unless you've got anything else to add to that little game. No, no, Bournemouth Leicester, let's move on. Result-wise for this one, it's a pretty tough one to call, isn't it? I could see all three results here. Both teams haven't really got off to the start they would have liked or expected, but saying that, the managers don't seem to be under too much pressure just yet. Nah, not just yet. How, you know, he is not untouchable, but he is in a very solid position there, isn't he? And, yeah, he and is. Shakespeare's new to the job and guided him to safety. And yeah, I, I don't think either of these teams are going to go down. No, um, you say Huddersfield Tottenham may not be both teams to score. Surely this one will be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can get that 8 to 13. And um, as I say, with the result, tough one to call. So both teams to score is definitely the way that I'd be looking to get an in into this game. Oh, yeah. 100%. Vardy's been on good form. I know he missed the penalty and everything, but in general, he's been on good form. And Bournemouth have picked up after that really poor start. So, yeah, I think, you know, they're, they're looking decent. Yep, I completely agree. So let's move on to Man United at home to Palace. Jesus, Palace are a mess, aren't they? Another thumping could be on the cards here after last week's completely expected hammering at City. Oh, mate, it is on the cards. It is. There's, <laughs> again, United 1-6, to six, the draw 6-1. to one. Crystal Palace 16-1. to one. Wow. Absolutely huge. crazy, huge, huge price. Absolutely gigantic price, and yeah, United will absolutely steamroll these. Yeah, so obviously one to six is not an attractive price or worth betting on, really. So you look to the handicap market in this particular game, then you can get minus one for Man United at one to two, and you get minus two at seven to five. And I certainly like the look of the seven to five for the minus two. Yeah, I mean. Listeners who uh, listened to the show last week, they'll know that Tom actually said, you know, for Man City at home to Palace, go down the uh, the handicap market, and he ended up winning four yep. nil. So pretty handy there, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're looking at a similar story for United, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to be a minimum of two. Yeah, definitely. One thing that I would say about this game that might perhaps affect United is they, they've got a, an away trip to Russia in the Champions League on the Wednesday then they're back for a three o'clock kickoff on the Saturday so um, it, I guess it depends how much you read into travelling fatiguing players and needing yeah. a lot of preparation time for games and rest times and stuff like that A squad like Man United should be able to go away to Russia to a, a dreadful side um, in the Champions League Moscow are not what you'd expect you know they're not what they used to be um, and then they've got statistically the worst starting Premier League side of all time so yeah. if they can't perform <laughs> in those two games with a squad they've got there's huge problems oh, absolutely and talking about problems Benteke is now out for at least six weeks for Palace they don't score as it is but if anyone was going to score, it probably would have been him. Now who on earth is going to score? Who is even their backup oh. striker? I don't even know. 
I don't honestly, I don't even know, mate. You know, you're you're looking at a very, very, very short amount of players that can step up. Townsend, can he step up? Zaha's still a while away. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for him, is it? No, no, it's not. I'm just uh, having a quick Google of the Palace squad now as we speak. <laughs> it's it's not great. And if you scroll there's, across, there's uh, players like Bakary Sacco, Schlupp started out his career as a striker. Yeah, it, there's pretty much no it, one. It is I'd say. very very threadbare. If you scroll across the little roster, as they call it, at the top at the top of the Google search results. It's all defenders, midfielders, defenders, midfielders. The only other one in here is Connor Wickham. Oh, and yeah. uh, Freddie Ladapo. But yeah. your guess on him is as good as mine. Wickham, I'm pretty sure, is still injured. Um, he tore his ACL. Um, Ouch. I think it was the end of November, start of December of last year. So I think he's still in rehab. He's not ready, I don't think. So, yeah, they're, they're looking incredibly thin. So... So, yeah, I d- can't imagine him threatening De Gea too much. So we turn to Freddie Ladapo then, in that case. Ugh, it looks like it. I, I honestly think he might throw a Schlupp or a Townsend or yeah. someone like that up there. Yeah. Um, but Sacco maybe. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> Sacco. <laughs> yeah. Brought in no, to show not, things no, up at the back. Not Mamadou Bakary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not Big Mama. I was going to say. <laughs> I forgot about the other one. <laughs> oh no, they need him at the back more than ever. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving to, on. Moving on to the potteries. Right. <laughs> Jeez, what a boring game this one is. So it's Stoke at home to Southampton. Stoke are seven to four. The draw is eleven to five, and Southampton are thirty-one to twenty. Uh don't know about you, but I, I could not care less about this game. Could not give a monkeys. What an absolute snore fest! I know. Um, the only thing I would tip here is under two point five goals, and yep. the market reflects how boring this game will be. That is priced at four to six, yeah. so pretty bad price, to be honest. Yeah, no idea what to. What to guess? Stoke haven't won in the last five. Uh, Southampton, their last victory came away at Palace, which, as we just discussed, is no stretch. So, yeah, I think boring under 2.5. Yeah, avoid betting on it, to be honest. Yeah, um, both teams to score no is not a bad price, to be honest. That's 19 to 20, which is better odds than I thought it would be, just under evens. Moving on then, West Brom. At home to Watford, so you can get the baggies at twenty-three to twenty. You can get the draw at eleven to five, and Watford at five to two. I think Watford have proven themselves to be masters of winning away at teams in and around them this season. They've won all three away games so far against Southampton, Bournemouth, and Swansea. So I think they're a good price again here. Upset alert yep. for me: five to two for Watford. Uh, they've got the bit between the teeth away from home. They're, they're playing really well at the moment. Really well. Yeah, West Brom, kind of trying to find their feet a little bit. Their form's a little bit off. No wins in their last five. You know, I, I think Watford will go there. And they kind of have like a don't care attitude, I feel like, away from home. Don't care. Yeah, it's, that's, that's it, Andy. <laughs> Spot on. 
Um, <laughs> at home, they've not been great, have they? 3 right. 3 were Liverpool, 0 uh, 0 were Brighton, and 6 0 defeat to City. So it's not been great. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but, you know, Watford are, are performing above everyone's expectations. Only lost one game this season, uh, sat comfortably in sixth. For me, like definitely not going on the bomb proof, but five to two Watford, put it on an outside treble or something like that. Yeah, definitely. One slight negative for Watford is that Nathaniel Chalabar is now out for a, a period of time. He's got to undergo knee surgery, but uh, he's been pretty integral to them, I think, so far. But I think they've got the squad to cope with that. Yeah, someone like a Will Hughes or or someone like that. Uh, yeah. Kapu's not been playing every game this season. Yeah, they've got they've got adequate cover. Moving on then to the final game at three o'clock on Saturday, and that's West Ham United against Swansea. The Hammers four to five, the draw five to two, and the Swans are seven to two. How can you see this one panning out? Uh, again, although not as highlighted as Watford, uh, Swansea are actually unbeaten in all competitions away from home this season. So, although apart from Spurs, it's pretty much the you know two championship sides and yep. two very poor Premier League sides, there's still a little bit of confidence there. And West Ham don't really strike me as someone that I have faith in right now. No, I agree, mate. Yeah, it's, they don't strike me with confidence. I could see them winning, but I wouldn't go near it anyway, to no. be honest. And especially, you know, I know the Spurs game, West Ham rallied at the end, but for all accounts, they were battered, yeah. absolutely battered. So, yeah, that, that flattered them, the, the result there. And so I wouldn't want to touch that game personally. I'm not going to tip anything out to the profit chasers. No, sensible. And finally then for the Saturday is the best game of the whole weekend for me, and that's Chelsea at home to Manchester City. Uh, Chelsea are 19-10, to 10, the draws 23-10, to 10, and City are 7-5 to 5 favourites away from home. Yeah, it promises to be a good game this one, doesn't it? Oh, buddy, you need to watch this game with a hose next year because this game is going to be on fire. <laughs> um, Man City are absolutely flying. It's unreal. They? I think, what, 19 goals in the last four games? Yeah, it's insane. They've only conceded two as well. I want people to really remember that they've only conceded two. Because, you know, everyone saw last year at the back, there was so much work to be done. Um, But yeah, just conceded the two. Chelsea, they're still on the tails of everyone. Maratta's in banging form. They're only three points off the top. And yeah, the only difference is... Uh, they've lost that one game. So, I don't know. Chelsea 19 to 10, draw 23 to 10, City 7 to 5. <sighs> I don't know. Both teams to score? Uh, yeah, I think you'll get both teams to score, but I'm going to stick my neck out a little bit. I'm going to say Chelsea are going to win this one for me. Oof, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, okay. Reasoning behind that. Yeah. I think this is. Really the first big test for Man City because the Liverpool game was shaping up to be a really good game. Then it was ruined by Mane's red card. And then obviously City went and won 5-0. But then if you could name any team that could probably stifle City's menacing attack, you'd either go with Chelsea or United. I think Danilo and Walker won't be able to play so far forward 
against Chelsea as they have been doing against the other teams. If you leave that kind of space in, in behind the full-backs, Hazard, Pedro will have you. Yeah, it's Can't... true. Mendy, Mendy as well. Mendy's equally as guilty of that. Yeah. yeah, I think Mendy's injured, I think, for this. Yeah, I, th- I can just see them exploiting the space in behind those attacking full-backs. Salah did it quite a few times in the Man City-Liverpool game, but his final ball was woeful. Also, City's record last season against the top seven was absolutely dreadful. So, two wins, five draws, five losses, including a home and away defeat to Chelsea. I mean, you've really done your research. And fair play to you. You've made a resounding case for Conte's men. You're looking at, you know, City's weakness, pretty much. Uh, I would look at their strengths. I'd look at Aguero. Uh, Gabriel Jesus didn't even get on the pitch. Yeah, that that pissed me off because he's my fantasy football captain. (laughs) He was for quite a few people. (laughs) I was loving it. Uh, Sane has just come in and bagged a couple of assists and a goal. Sterling is having a great season. David Silva, for me, is the Premier League player of the season so far. He has been absolutely monumental. Yeah. yeah, he's been the best player in the league by a, an absolute distance. De Bruyne as well. Like, how can you look at City and their frightfulness going forward? You've not even um, mentioned Bernardo Silva. He doesn't even get a game at the moment. No, he doesn't even get a game, mate. Uh, and he was <laughs> supposed to be like, you know, a huge signing. Yeah. Not sure whether uh, David Luiz is going to play. I think he broke his wrist. Against Arsenal, so yeah. you know he should be playing with that. But yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, it is twenty seventeen. Um, <laughs> so yeah, great game, definitely. I personally wouldn't choose a side. I would go down both teams to score. It's not the best price. It's four to seven. Uh, but for me, I don't. I don't see either team being clean cut enough to uh, tip them. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we'll see if my research pays dividends at the weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm sure the profit chasers are all thanking you right now because you really put some work into that. Fair play, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Anyway, let's move on then to the Sunday games. So we start off on Sunday with the 12 o'clock. That's Arsenal at home to Brighton. Pretty unattractive price for Arsenal. They're 1-5, to five, as you really might expect. The draw's 11-2, and Brighton are a big 12-1. to one. You can't really see anything other than an Arsenal win, can you, but... It's not a game I'd be particularly bothered about watching. Wouldn't want to bet on it. It's just a bit... Nah, it's, yeah, it's just going to be an Arsenal win. Arsenal yeah. got a 100% record at home this season. Um, and that's in all competitions as well. Um, so, you know, they've brushed aside West Brom, Doncaster in the cup. Although, apparently, that was a bit hairy. Yeah, uh, Cologne, him. Europa League, Bournemouth in the league, and Leicester in the league. Not all of them have been overly convincing but the fact of the matter is they've won every game Brighton are out without Tom Hemed, who seems to be their focal point going forward uh, so yeah not interested but Arsenal will win yeah I think if you really want to bet on this game again you probably best look at the handicap market minus one is four to seven uh, minus two six to four so depending on how much you think Arsenal will win that's probably the only way you'll probably get any money or value out of that yeah, I totally agree. On to the second game on Sunday then, and that is Everton at home to Burnley. Everton four to six, the draw thirteen to five, and Burnley a seventeen to four. 
How can you see this one going? Because I can see a little bit of an upset on the cards. Oh, buddy, there's no way on earth I am back in Everton. No way. No chance. No way. Um, they are ropey as hell. They needed Umar Nias, <laughs> the forgotten man, to uh, come out of the woodwork and save Kuman's job, pretty much. Uh, I don't know if he was going to get sacked, but let's be real, a home defeat to Bournemouth after the last results and the money and everything would have piled it on. Burnley, oh, really? you cannot bet against Burnley. No. Absolutely not. They've lost one game this season. They're sat in ninth. Uh, they've gone up another level, as I say, on every podcast, yeah. set pieces and everything like that. For me, by the way, just going back to Everton, Ashley Williams looks completely inadequate this season. Yeah. Completely. He's a huge, huge reason why Everton are struggling, in my opinion. Sorry to sing you out, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I would be looking, Burnley, double chance, five to four. Yep. I don't know what you think about that. That that is exactly what I've got written down in my notes as well, mate. Five to four, double chance for Burnley. We've spoken before, as you said, about Burnley being much better this season. They've already got points away at Chelsea, Liverpool and Spurs. So of course they can do it at Everton if they've been to those three places and got points. Hundred percent, mate. Um and yeah, Everton do not interest me, especially not at four to six. Are you kidding me? Yeah, give, um, give over. So yeah, so yeah, maybe uh, you know, a Watford and Burnley double chance double, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that would, can definitely see that one happening. Um, just in general on this Everton side, I don't know about you, but I'm not really a fan of it at all this season. I much preferred how it was last season. I feel like they've got too many players at the moment. These Cumans bought Sigurdsson, Klassen in, Rooney in. And they're kind of similar players, and he's kind of shoot. He's trying to shoehorn them all into the same squad, and it it's not really working. And then that means players like Tom Davis can't get a start because of these players have come in, and he was excellent last season. Yeah, uh, for me, it's at the back where they have problems. Leighton Baines is pretty much a you know a modern day Everton, probably not legends, but fans' favourite. Yeah. Um, he's passed it, and he, at that level. Like for pushing for Champions League football, which is what Everton say they want to do, Baines is done. Coleman's injured. I appreciate that. Williams has been pathetic. <laughs> Holgate doesn't look ready. Jagielka is unbelievably past it. Mori is injured. Um, Pickford has obviously had a good start. Michael Keane looks a very, very astute signing. Kuka Martina could barely get in at Southampton. Um, for me, it's at the back where they're really, really struggling. Yeah. They've got a lot of promising, promising players, but it seems to me that at the back and at the sharp end, they have player issues. Yeah. So that tells you a story. Yeah, no, well put, mate. So either way, profit chasers, we do not fancy Everton this weekend. So finally, for the Premier League, let's wrap it all up with Newcastle at home to Liverpool. Newcastle are four to one. The draw is fourteen to five, and Liverpool are four to six. Rafa Benitez faces his former club. I love this fixture. This is such a classic Premier League fixture. I'm really glad it's back. It probably doesn't carry the same weight as it did in like the. Uh, Collymore, yeah. uh, Shearer days, and you know all that kind of 
you know, the four three and everything. But this is a classic game. Um, do I want to bet on it? Yes and no. Four to six for Liverpool is an okay price. I'm not sure if I fancy him hugely. Coutinho yeah. back is obviously a gigantic thing. And if I would be going for anyone, it would be Liverpool. But do you have enough confidence in them to no, go for them? I, I just don't trust them enough, to be honest. If they won, it would not surprise me in the slightest. But I, as I said, mm-hmm. I just do not trust them enough. Um, I think you could see both teams scoring. I think whenever Liverpool play at the moment, I can see both teams scoring. And that's 7-10. to 10. Yeah. Hundred percent, I can see that. I mean, you know, Klopp's the only guy in the world that can't see the issues at the back. Yeah, gigantic problems for them. But yeah, other than the both teams to score, I don't trust Liverpool enough to put them on the nose. So yeah, nothing else really interests me in terms of betting on this game. But fantastic watch. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up the. Uh, the Premier League, should we move uh, to the Championship? Yeah, let's drop down a level to the Championship. So, looking at everything here, are there any that stick out for you in particular as a good value? Um, hugely. There's a absolute banker for me this weekend that, you know, are a great price. They're in great form. The opposition are in terrible form. And that is Sheffield United away at Nottingham Forest. Um, I'm a huge Forest fan, as is Tom. You know, most people on the podcast know that. We've uh, mentioned it before. Forest are completely in disarray. We're um, <laughs> five losses in our last six. Yeah, um, just the one win. Sheffield United won the first derby, and they absolutely pummeled them as well, four-two. Uh, Sheffield United have already beaten Bolton away. Sunderland away you know they have fallen to Middlesbrough and Cardiff but you know those two sides are not bad uh, Forest cannot stop conceding they can't do, they can't stop conceding um, they've got the joint third worst defensive record in the entire league um, uh, that and good. Sheffield United we they will win and they are 15 to 8 jeez great price great great price, great price. One last three away games on the bounce as well, Sheffield United. Oh, and and I mean, you know, me and you are Forest, you know, through and through. But I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to say you disagree with me. Oh, I completely agree with you, mate. Completely yeah. agree with you. Uh, I could see Forest scoring, so I think you could probably get Sheffield United to win and both teams to score, because uh, we are good for a goal. But no, we we are not going to win this game. No chance. No, I I really don't don't think so. And, you know, problems at the back are, are gigantic at the club. So, uh, yeah, that's one. Um, looking in uh, the the captain obvious camp, uh, you're looking at Villa <laughs> to comfortably batter Bolton. Uh, they are two to five, so it's probably the shortest price you'll get all weekend. Um, Villa in eighth, Bolton two points all season, played ten, won zero, drew two, lost eight, conceded twenty one. Scored four, you know. I know Phil Parkinson came out the other day and uh, said, you know, we're we're trying to compete, we're doing what we can. It was a little bit of a white flag for me. Yeah. Um, saying uh... that, Bolton have won on their last two visits to Villa Park. However, I imagine they were Premier League days. Uh, yeah. So, and 
yeah, they're long gone. So no. Villa will win there, but very short price. I didn't expect Bolton to do particularly well this season, but this is below Rotherham levels of bad. It, it, it's shocking, isn't it? It's really bad. It is really bad. It's too early to start predicting about records and stuff like that, but they almost look certainties to go down Yeah. already. Yeah. And is changing a manager going to do a big deal? In my opinion, I don't actually think it will. I really like Parkinson. I think it's just the club at the minute hasn't got a pot to piss in. No. So they're, they're doing what they can. Yeah. I don't know if uh, apparently the men will be getting Julio Baptista in. Perhaps he's been training with them. Is the beast the answer? I'd, I'd love it if he was, but I just can't see it if they're, if they're turning is, to a 30-odd-year-old. If that's the answer, football is dead. <laughs> the guy, he was on the equivalent of the Masters this yeah. summer. I don't know what it's been rebranded Super as. Super Sixes or something like that. That's it, something like that. I watched him score an absolute banger in there, wobbling yeah. his belly, belly about. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a specimen, but Jesus Christ, Bolton. Don't turn yourselves into a circus. <laughs> anyway, no. uh, other other teams that I fancy, um, obviously, again, a little bit captain obvious. Uh, you're looking at Wolves. They're three to four. Uh, they're at the Pirelli. They're playing Burton Albion. Burton Albion are no pushovers, but a team such as Wolves should be beating them. Wolves unbeaten away from home this season. That includes wins at Derby. Not easy. Hull, not easy. Southampton in the cup. Uh, Forest, like there are much easier games to play than those fixtures, and you know they beat them all. So yeah, Wolves three to four for me. I won't take them all. There's a couple left. I'll let you uh, take over. Yeah, there's a, a couple that you've not mentioned that I really fancy. One of them being Preston at home to Sunderland. That's twenty-one to twenty. Sunderland are diabolical. 22nd in the league, they've lost six out of their last seven games, most recently on this Tuesday night, a 5-2 defeat away at Ipswich. They just cannot do anything right at the moment, can they? No. And uh, Preston are at a really good price as well, and uh, they're exactly what I would love Forrest to be. Just kind of get the job done. Group of professionals, zero drama. They just go out, they play for the shirt. They're not on gigantic money, I imagine, a lot of them. And uh, they just, you know, they play for the fans and everything. And, you know, I'm really enjoying Preston this year and good luck to them. Yeah, um bit pissed off of them because I had them on the bomb-proof treble last weekend and they, they drew 0-0 yes. at home. But uh, I will forgive them and uh, I do think they'll do the business this weekend. I think Millwall will win at home to Barnsley and they're 8-11. to The last three home games, Millwall have beaten Norwich 4-0. Leeds 1-0 and Reading 2-1. So they really hit a hit a hot patch of form at home. And finally, I think you'll get Cardiff to win at home to Derby. And that's 11-10. Cardiff are top of the league, doing really well. Just beat Leeds 3-1. Derby have actually been pretty poor this season. Uh, impressing in short bursts, like when they 5-0 thrashed Hull. They've got an expectant fan base and owners, so do you reckon Gary Rowett might find himself coming under a little bit of pressure if results don't pick up soon? Definitely. I think Derby have, without, you know, it's not Villa level, but they have splashed a little bit in the last few years. And, yeah. You know, they they had their big chance, really, with McLaren, didn't they? And it, it all just 
fell apart pretty much. Bobby Zamora um, uh, put them to the sword, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> I I think Derby should be in and around the playoffs every season um, at championship level. Right now, they're 15th. They've got a game in hand. If they won that, they'd go up to uh, 10th. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's okay. I don't think he'll get sacked, but no one's going to uh, give him a statue anytime soon. No, no, certainly not. Uh, that is all for me in the championship, unless you've got anything else you'd like to add. No, I don't, but uh, yeah, just just a word. I think this is the most profitable week the championship has offered us this week. Yeah, yeah, I do oh, agree. Oh, sorry, we're forgetting someone. We're forgetting someone. I'm looking at Middlesbrough-Brentford as well. Middlesbrough four to five. They're at home to a Brentford side that are struggling. Uh, they are down in twentieth. So we're recording on a Tuesday night. So they got a win and a draw in the last two games. I think Borough will have too much for them. Uh, we've just been talking off air, and you don't fancy him, do you? No, not massively. They lost to Norwich on the Tuesday, just gone at home one nil, which is not a great result. They've been all right, Borough. I just, I just don't feel like they've fully hit their stride in the league yet. The squad hasn't really gelled completely. And Brentford haven't been bad. They've not lost many games. They've drawn a lot of games. I mean, first de- first defeat that was for Middlesbrough at home. You know, they've beat Sheffield United, Burton, uh, Scunthorpe in the Cup. They were held by Preston. But we know Preston are no mugs. They beat QPR. Uh, they did fall to Norwich, but they, they had a good record up until then. Yeah, well, if they won, it would not surprise me, put it that way. But I do not yeah, trust them enough I un- I un- to, to tip them. I understand what you're saying. It is one of those, isn't it, where yeah. you know, if you don't have them and they draw, then you're like, thank God. Yeah. I, I knew it. I knew it. But then if you don't have them and they win, you think, oh, man, like that was four to five. That could have been like a you know almost evens, uh, even yeah. money bet so yeah one of them anyway let's move on to league one yeah um league one it i feel like there's not too much that stands out for me this week we've got blackburn at home to gillingham but blackburn are one to three which is a, a rubbish price considering i have not got a clue what to make of blackburn they win when i'm not sure if they will they lose when i think they should definitely win so, will they win at one to three? They should, but who knows? Yeah, totally agree. Um, I'm trying to stay well away from them at the minute. Yes, yeah. it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're a bit of a plague. Uh, you know, you just kind of don't want to go too close to it at the minute. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know what to. I mean, Gillingham are seven to one, uh, so you'd expect Blackburn to just steamroll them pretty much, but. Yeah, it's it's just not worth it, is it? We said, didn't we, a few weeks ago on the podcast, we had Blackburn on a bomb-proof treble when they were at home to AFC Wimbledon, I think it was. They were yeah. about evens to win that game. They went and lost 1-0. But then tonight, in the Tuesday night's games, they've gone and beat Rotherham at home 1-0, and Rotherham, or 2-0 even. And Rotherham are a really good size. So Yeah, Rotherham are no mugs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's really, really odd. And... Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right in warning the profit chasers about their their consistency. Um, another team at the top end of the league who I fully expect to win is Wigan. 
They're at home to Walsall and they're 2-5. to five. I can't see anything other than a, a Wigan win here. Wigan, for me, I think they're probably going to win the league, I'd say now. Sorry, oh, Shrewsbury. Sorry, you Shrewsbury. Just, <laughs> you have just smashed, absolutely smashed the hearts of the Shrews fans. That was that was uncalled for. I, I'd like to apologise to every Shrewsbury Town fan that is listening to the podcast right now. That was disgusting. <laughs> oh dear, I do apologise. I, I, Bloody hell! I said I think I'm they'll win shocked. the league. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're in dreamland, aren't they? Ninety-fifth oh, minute winner. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you know that, that's they re- They're the team at the minute, aren't they? Um, so I don't think I don't think they'll mind too much that you've uh, just disregarded their title credentials. No, they don't give a, give a toss what I think. They're top of the no. league, dreamland, six points within the automatic promotion spaces. Basically up. Basically up. Just give them the title now. Yeah. Exactly Unbeaten that, season, mate. like the league one invincibles. <laughs> That's it, mate. <laughs> uh, do you fancy Shrewsbury this week? They're at home to Scunthorpe. Um. Yes, I think I do. Uh, well, you couldn't. You yeah. couldn't have said no after after uh, hammering me for what I just said. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I do. It, it's another game in that uh, they played uh, Blackburn the other week. We weren't sure where which way to go. Um, they've got another tough game. Yeah, I I, I don't know, mate. I I'd say yes because it's hard to not fancy him. But yeah. It's not, not easy at all. No. I think the thing is with Shrewsbury, because people aren't expecting them to be up there, every week you're kind of expecting it to come crashing down. But uh, it's not yeah, at the moment. So. No, I mean, you get some good prices yeah. as well, like uh, for Shrewsbury. So uh, six to four, you know, for a league leader at home. I mean, that doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. And the three to one that, that we got on uh, the Tuesday night away at Doncaster. Yes, yeah, great odds again. So yeah, I mean, keep keep an eye on Shrewsbury because as the season goes on, their odds are going to get shorter and shorter as people start to realise they are the real deal if they stay as the real deal. Yeah, that's right. So for now, make hay whilst the sun shines. Exactly, mate. Are there any more from you? Because uh, it's pretty slim pickings as far as I'm concerned from here on in. Yes, so I know you're going to be scarred, and I know your reaction. Are you um, going to say Bradford? Bradford City. How can you not fancy Bradford? I know. I can tell you. Just <laughs> inexplicably just thrown in a 3-0 defeat at home at Fortress Valley Parade to the Cod Army of Fleetwood Town. I can't explain it. I, I don't know what you want me to say, Mr Pipkin. I can't explain that, but all I know is Bradford, notoriously good at home. Mm. You know this. Yeah, I you know. know I know, I know. Um, Doncaster got their first win in six games um, on Saturday. They beat bottom of the league, uh, Plymouth. They've just had their hearts crushed by that 95th minute uh, Shrewsbury Town winner. And yeah, I think Bradford are going to bounce back and win that one. Is there, um, just a, a note on that. Is that a derby? Bradford Doncaster. It's two Yorkshire teams. I don't know if that's a derby. It's as much of a derby as uh, Charlton Gillingham the other week. 
It's as much of a derby as that one, I think, mate. Um, yeah, that's that seems to be the uh, the way it is. Um, I'm also looking at Rotherham. Yeah. So I know you enjoy a bit of cash in the bank, Jimmy Floyd, but his effect is fully over. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it didn't last. Didn't long, really. Did didn't really get started. <laughs> Poor old Jimmy. But yeah, I think Rotherham, although they did have that poor result, they're still 10th. They're three points off the playoffs. And I think that they're still a good side, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Um, especially at home. Uh, they've won three of the last four at home. And yeah, you can get them at four to six. Really fancy them to do over Northampton. Word on the schoolyard bullies. Yeah, uh, they, they won. They won after sacking Sheridan, who's been. A Oldham, not legend, but he's done really well there recently. And uh, they won, and they're away at Portsmouth. Fully expect them to you know, be on the back foot there. I'm not going to tip Portsmouth. You'd expect them to win, but they're 9-20. to 20. Rubbish price. Going back, I just want to mention the Tuesday night game where we said Oldham won for, what, the second time this season? Yeah. Look at this for character of the schoolyard bullies. They've they've really stood up for themselves tonight <laughs> and <laughs> confronted the bullies head on and told them what for. Because they were 1-0 up. They got a red card, straight red, in the 57th minute. They then went on to concede the resulting penalty for 1-0. And then they went 2-1 up, 3-1 up, and then conceded a, a late consolation goal for 3-2. So... How about that for character? Yeah, they're really standing up for themselves. And me and you were laughing our heads off at them the other day. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're 100% down and everything. It just takes a result like that for idiots like us to think, do you know what? They might not be done and dusted. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we see. will see. Uh, in terms of League One, I think that is it for me personally. Yeah, me too. Uh, pretty much covered everything that I think is worth covering there. Let's yeah. move on then, shall we, to uh, Swamp Donkey League 2. Swamp Donkey League 2, what you got for me, P? Right, to start us off, I want to look no further than our local boys, Notts County, away at Mansfield. They're 3-1, to one, which is great value. Um, Fantastic. It is a derby game, and it's a derby game which Notts haven't had the best recent record in, so... That needs to be said. But this season, which is what matters, Notts have won nine out of their last ten games, including six in a row in the league. That includes an absolutely comprehensive 3-0 win away at second place Exeter on the yeah, Tuesday what, night what game. what a result, by the way. What a result. Mansfield are doing okay. A bit below where many expected them to be at the start of the season. They've just lost 3-0 to Cheltenham, which is a shocking result. And I think not so an excellent value, and I can see them continuing their winning winning streak here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm loving knots at the moment, and uh, Kevin Nolan signed a new deal with a club as well. Yeah, everything is as good as at Notts County as it's been for years. Yeah, and um, do you know what? Me and you said last season, get on Notts County to get promoted. Yeah. Yeah, we, we pretty much called this, Tommy P. Yeah, we did. Um, I think it might might be wrong. It might have been about 12-1 to 1 for, for promotion or some automatic promotion, something like that. I, I can't remember. 
Any other games that you like the look of? Yes, I'm going to go to Forest Green Rovers. Their bottom of the Football League played 10, won 1, drew 2, lost 7, scored 10, conceded 25. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, it's not pretty um, at Forest Green. It's their first season at this level. So obviously, they're predicted to be down there, but they are really struggling. Probably one of the last things they want is Accrington Stanley coming to town. The red team. Uh, the red team. Red team are third. So remember in <laughs> League Two, that is the final automatic position promotion position. They've scored 20 goals this season, joint most with Notts County. So they're not goal shy. And I'm predicting a pretty much a mauling there, I can imagine. Yeah, not bad odds either, 11 to 8. Yeah, not bad odds. So there's that one there. Uh, one thing I do like the look of is I do like the look of Wickham to beat Barnet. Now, yeah. I know Wickham have been pretty much up and down. Uh, they've not been the most consistent side, but what they always deliver in their games are goals. So I with Akinfema up front as well, he's really, really doing well this season. They've got a and a very uninspiring 15th place Barnet at home. Fancy Wickham to do the business there. A word on Stevenage. Oh, God, yeah. Can't stop a word winning, on Stevenage. can they? <laughs> no. A word on Stevenage, who are evens. They're, bearing in mind, Stevenage are sixth. They are evens to third bottom Port Vale. Um, so, take it away, Tommy P. You, you tell me why we shouldn't have them. You all should have Stevenage this weekend because I'm going to do everybody a favour and I'm not going to bet on them, which means they will win. So it's printing money, essentially. I think they will win, but I won't have them. you got to fancy them, man. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. And um, they're, they're at evens as well. Such a good price, I think. Yeah, great price. Uh, another team who I think are a good price are Coventry. They're at home to Crew and they're four to five. So Coventry have won the last three at home and four out of the last five in total in the league. And Crew have lost five out of the last six in the league. Uh, they're not good travellers and they've not got a good recent record. So I think Coventry should definitely do the business there. Yes. Uh, what, do, what do you make to Coventry? I mean, one minute uh, they're looking like they're going to win the league and everyone's just going to be brushed aside. The next they get beat, they got the best defensive record in the league. They've only conceded six. They're sat in fourth. What do you make of it? It's all going pretty well, isn't it, so far? As you said, though, great start. Dipped a little bit when we started to get a bit excited about them. And now they, they do seem to have picked themselves back up again and they're on the up. It seems to be going pretty well. Pretty well now. We're starting to settle into the season and we're getting a, a good judge of where everyone's level is in each division. And I certainly think they're going to be up there in and around the playoff spots um, for the whole season. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I mean, for me, there's a lot of you know opportunity this weekend. And I want to ask you about Exeter, Tom. I want to ask you about Exeter. They have lost their last two games. Before that, they won four on the spin. Um, as you mentioned, they are sat in second. And a Morecambe side, who are 20th, are coming to town. Um, yep. Do you fancy the Grecians at all, or are you a bit put off? Um, 
so they lost to Coventry away and they didn't play particularly well there and then they've just lost to Notts County at home 3-0 not played particularly well there to be fair to Exeter they are the teams that are in first and in and in fourth so tough games Morecambe should present a much easier challenge and uh, I'm not going to lose faith in Exeter just yet I think they'll win yes I do as well um, and for me, I think that's League 2 pretty much wrapped up unless you've got any latecomers to the party. This isn't one that I'd tip, so I'm not tipping this. It's just uh, one that I want to get your opinion on. What's the Jack Lester effect going to be like? So Chesterfield, oh. they're at home to Cheltenham. They're 11-8. to Sacked their manager, Gary Coldwell, last week, I think it was, or maybe the week before. Jack Lester is coming in from Nottingham Forest. So he's current. well, he was our under-23 manager. So, are they going to have the new manager bounce? Just, oh, I hope so. Just a word on Jack Lester, absolute legend. I firmly think that he'll go quite far. He's done yes. some amazing stuff with our under-23s. Yeah, yes. And we've and, and younger as well, because he was uh, in the academy and everything, and we're producing some great players. So, I hope it goes well for him. Uh, Cheltenham, unsure what to say about Cheltenham, they're definitely better at home than they are away, although that is saying something. Um, I do fancy them, but you know, the team is still, the Chesterfield side is still the side that hasn't won in its last seven. Yeah, I agree. So, it's, it's not something that yeah. you'd be putting on any bomb proofs or... It's a, no, it's a talking point isn't it, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. It's not a tip. It's just a talking point. Yeah. I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think we'll leave the leagues at that. I think that's everything from League 2, which means let's move ourselves on to the best part of the show. It's the Bombproof Trebles. It is the world-famous Bombproof Trebles. So this is the part of the show where me and Tom will choose three sides each from the four leagues that we think are definitely going to win and can return you some handsome profit. So at the end of the season, we will total up how much money we would have made individually and how much money we would have made as a show. So I will go first this week. I am going for Sheffield United and they're 15 to 8 away at Forest. Yep. Bradford at home to Doncaster. They're 21 to 20. Yeah. And Stevenage at home to Port Vale. And they are evens. The treble pays an incredibly handsome £107. Wow. Very nice. Very, very nice. That's probably come in from, you know, the fact that Sheffield United are 15 to 8. Yeah. And the other two are, one is evens and one is 21 to 20. You know, it's pretty close. Uh, So, yeah. I, I mean, I was surprised it paid that. I was expecting about 80 yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with that extra boost of, of twenty quids that they're gonna hand me on Saturday five o'clock. Yeah, that's it's a good treble, a uh, good price. But you've posed me with quite a dilemma. I have to say. Why? I love to back your bombproof trebles. I back them every week. How on earth am I gonna back Stevenage without ruining it oh. for everybody? Buddy, <laughs> it's so true. So. I'm going to get a Tom Pipkin special rule <laughs> where you, you don't back Stevenage. I'll tell you what, live on air. So, your bet is Sheffield United, Bradford, Exeter. Yours pays 88. 
Okay. So you are missing out on about 30 quid. <laughs> but for but, the good of everybody, let's... Uh, for the, for the good of that. everyone, yeah. you're missing out on 30 quid, and that's commendable. I'll take the hit. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the Tom P treble. Uh, the treble for the profit chasers and the uh, real players amongst us. That's going to play... That's going to pay, sorry, a handsome 107. Right. So my treble then for the weekend is going to be... Coventry at home to Crew, they're four to five. We're going to go with Preston at home to Struggling Sunderland, and they're twenty-one to twenty. And then we're going to go for Aston Villa on the handicap at minus one, and that's seven to five. And ten pounds on that pays eighty-eight pounds back. Wow! So, uh, is this a podcast first? Switching up a bit with the handicap market there. Is it is it a podcast first, the handicap? Uh, I, I don't know. I might I've have done had, it once I've last had, season. I've had result and both teams to score. Yeah. I'm sure we've had a handicap. Definitely not this season. We Definitely may have not. last year. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. I, I mean, why not? Villa surely will win that and surely they'll win it by at least two. Yeah, uh, you'd think. So, yeah, I, I 100%, 100% agree. Um, oh, yeah, I'm a little shocked. It's uh, <laughs> I'm I'm liking it, Tommy P. Nice, nice. But yeah, good good price. I think eighty eight pounds off off that. Yeah, definitely. Both uh, just for new listeners, both trebles based on ten pound stakes. Obviously, you can you know you put whatever you want on it, but uh, you know we think you get the best return off a tenner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that, and uh, I think there's a hell of a lot of opportunity this weekend. I do. It's been a little bit sparse over the last couple of weeks, but this weekend, lots of opportunity. I think lots of money. Hell to of a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. This week, I think it's a lot more clear cut. Yeah, so do I. Okay, guys. So please remember that you can get in contact with us whenever you like. So it's 2017. So naturally. The best way to get in touch with us is through Twitter. So our Twitter handle is T underscore FB podcast. So you can get us there. We're available pretty much 24-7 on there. We have a Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. We have a website with huge amounts of content coming very soon, we hope. Um, Footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. And you can email us. So our email address is footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Tom. Please do get in touch. I'd just like to mention, uh, if you enjoy the show, please do go on iTunes, give us a rating and review, let us know what you think. We'd really appreciate that. And finally, the Fantasy Football League. If you're not in it, why aren't you in it? Join it. There's currently, what, 34 players at the moment. It's a really competitive league. And for the first time all season, we've got a new leader. So step up and take your crown. Niall McNally with Bring the Maction. Yeah, Yeti Tep. For the first time this season, not top. Yeti Tep Um, has had a shocker this week. Sorry, Yeti Tep. Yeti Tep, we're a big fan of yours. Huge fan. Both of us are in awe of your fancy footballness. You've had a bloody rubbish week. Some terrible decisions flying around in there. Um, so, yeah, Niall up there for the first time. Will he be able to sustain it? He absolutely smashed it. Aguero, triple captain. 
David Silva, Stones, Phil Jones, Lukaku, Salah, Schindler. Schindler, nine points as well. Nine points. Just a little little update. I know you guys are probably wondering where me and Tom are. We don't want to talk uh, about that. <laughs> Tom, Tom, um, he just gave Yeti Tets some abuse. When the weekly average was 60 points, Tom managed to muster up a gigantic 39. Um, his captain didn't play. And if it wasn't, you know, De Bruyne, Lukaku, Salah, Stones, they all got fives, six and sevens. And yeah, it was Gabriel Jesus that kind of screwed you a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. He obviously didn't play. Um, also really annoyed me that Man City scored five goals and De Bruyne didn't get a single goal or assist out of any of that. <laughs> Uh, Son didn't play either. I thought he'd play. So yeah, not a good week whatsoever. However, uh, however, I had a better week, and I still went down a place. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I managed to muster sixty-five points. Uh, I have tumbled to twenty-third. So I, uh, I am currently, you know, pretty much the Swansea of. Uh, <laughs> Football betting podcast, Fantasy League. Uh, Lacazette saved me last night. You know, he bagged two and he was my skipper. So thank you, Lacazette, because there was not much inspiration flying around <laughs> other than him and Morata. Um, so yeah, very, very entertaining league. Uh, whether you're, you know, whether you're now McNally, absolutely flying on 380 points, or whether you're Mick McCarthy sucks, Ryan Pimer. <laughs> Who entered this week on 55 points? Uh, you know, you got to be in it to win it, and yeah. it's a it's a great little little bit of fun. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put the code in the description of the podcast. So whether however you get the podcast, be it um, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, just look in the little description, and it will be in there. So please do join. Absolutely. So I think. Unfortunately, we've come to the close for another week of the Football Betting Podcast. We have uh, plenty of opportunity this week, uh, so hopefully we can land you a treble, if not two. Yeah, 100%. So thank you for listening once again, guys. We appreciate it. As we said, listens are beyond anything we could have imagined and hoped for. So thank you so much to each and every one of you. Uh, And we'll see you next week. And good luck for your bets for the weekend. Good luck, guys. Take care of these.